Hey, welcome to that badass podcast. I'm Kaylee, your realistic nutritionist, helping you find the balance between green smoothies and red wine. And I'm Ashley, the creator of Royally Fit, that went from obsessive exercising and calorie counting to living a free, unrestricted, and badass life. We are here to build a tribe of babe-supporting babes so you can thrive in your fitness, health, and mental wealth. So if you like to keep it real, raw, and controversial, welcome. Let's get started. Boom! Nailed that shit! (laughs) After like 18 tries. Welcome back, everyone, to That Badass Podcast. Today, we are chatting about something I am very excited about because this is something I personally try to follow, but I don't even really know the nitty-gritty about it, and it's called Harnessing Your Menstruation for Productivity. So we're going to be chatting with Alex Kobo-Frakes, and she is a holistic and health coach turned into business coach and because she found uh, that this really worked for her when it came to her business, and she has become so passionate about it. She has created all these tools for other coaches to use and implement into their business. So thank you so much for joining us for our Unsexy Business series. Woo, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to get into some nice easy questions, kind of warm you up a little bit. So let's start with what book are you reading or have you read most recently? Um, I am currently reading Flow, a cultural look at menstruation, something relatively like that. And it's just kind of... Um, I guess, occupational hazard, but I read a lot of books about periods right now. But it's just giving a really good look at the history and kind of how we came to be in this space and how we look at periods based on culture and religion and economics. So it's really interesting dive to start to understand and peel back the layers um, around this taboo topic. Wow, that sounds really fascinating. It's awesome. It's um, okay, what is your cocktail of choice? Ooh, that's so hard. It depends on my mood. But um, if I'm somewhere warm, I love a good mojito. And in the winter, I drink a lot of red wine. So I'm like all about the Merlot right now. (laughs) Yes, yes, I like that answer. Um, What are you currently binging on Netflix or any other, I guess, site now? It's so sketchy, but I am watching the show You about the guy who's kind of like a we, stalker. We did a podcast earlier today. That it was the same answer. Yeah, that is it's so funny. So sketchy and um, really creepy, but it's hard to stop watching. So Yes, I've only done the first season, so I, I have the second season to start still. Um, what's your favorite type of physical activity or working out? I love yoga and walks. I love taking long walks. Me too. I'm a big walking fan. What do you do in the winter? Do you still go outside and walk? I have been this year. I've been layering like triple, quadruple bundling myself and braving the cold. My dog is much happier if I take her on a walk. She gets a little, I have a blue healer, so she gets a little wild if she's inside. What's her name? Charlie. That's really nice. And where are you from? I am from Iowa. I was born in Waterloo, Iowa. So. Oh, interesting. When you said Waterloo, because there's a Waterloo, Waterloo near us as well. And I was like, wait a minute, but I didn't know there was a Waterloo <laughs> in Iowa. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Right, okay. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. So first of all, before you start explaining like why this subject is very important and how women can implement it into their like business strategy, why don't you kind of just share what inspired you to even get into this whole school of thought in this realm? Yeah, it's such a fantastic question because it was kind of like over a long period of time and then all all at once. So in college, I had started to learn about cyclical living. I had started to read Elisa Vitti's book and I read Christian Northrup and read some of those really awesome 
um, figures in the women's holistic health movement. But then I kind of filed that away in the depths of my brain somewhere. Um, I was a Peace Corps volunteer. I lived abroad for a while, did a bunch of really exciting things. And I came back and I wanted to start my holistic health coaching business because I hated working for other people. I am like unemployable. I really hate having a boss. So I started to work on my own health coaching business. And in the midst of that process, I was a little confused at how to be an entrepreneur. It was my first business that I started for myself. And so a mentor of mine recommended that I tracked my sales conversations and whether or not they became clients of mine paid for a coaching package. I was like, okay, easy enough. I like data. It'll be easy to see. And once I started tracking that data point, something really interesting demonstrated itself to me. And it's that um, I was having higher sales when I was ovulating. So it came out pretty clear in my own data that people were saying yes and paying me money more frequently when I was ovulating. So I kind of dug back into those resources that I had had before and looked at some of the different implications of how our brain interacts with those hormones that are going on during the different parts of the cycle. And I got really curious to see how I could do this intentionally with my business, knowing that there's like cycle for exercising and how to use your cycle for the foods that you eat. I was like, what about with my business? Like how, how might that be beneficial? And I kind of had this gut feeling that it would be super helpful to plan according to my cycle. So I went out and I actually Googled like period planner for business, planner with my business. Uh, I wanted a tool that would help me kind of organize this. And I didn't find anything on the market that I was looking for. There are some moon tracking things for business and a couple of different tools, but nothing that was really laying it out super plainly like here's this phase of your cycle. Here are some business activities you can do that would align with that. And so seeing that it didn't wasn't there, I decided to just make it. So that is how I came to this process. Well, I have to say, what an incredible niche that you have found. Like I've never personally heard anything like this that you're doing. It's so interesting. And I'm really excited to learn more about it as we chat. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So how did, how did the research start? And like, 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 obviously you came up, you were very inspired to start this and you knew and you saw it being like implemented within your own life, but how did you back it up by doing some research and then actually creating said product? Yeah. So I went back through some of those old books that I had read before and looked for those correlations. There's a lot that's written about, you know, estrogen is dominant right now. This kind of has these impacts on the brain or progesterone is more dominant right now. This has some of these impacts in the brain. So there's a lot that's written about it, but I knew I needed to test it out with other people before actually launching the physical product. So I brought on a co-founder who had worked in fertility and hormonal health. Her name is Sunny Singh. She's awesome. Um, and then we, the first step that we did was a beta test. We knew we needed to get other women to try out these theories that we had um, because I wasn't seeing anything clearly laying it out there, right? So we put together some Google spreadsheets that had like some different tabs on them. We were like, we recommend these things, try it out. How does it go for you? And we had around 50 women try it out for us over a three month trial period. And the results that they got were incredible and things that we weren't even necessarily anticipating, right? Like I was looking at it from make your business better, but we kept hearing reduce my stress, reduce anxiety, um, feeling more in alignment with myself, understanding myself, excited to get my period for the first time ever in my entire life. So it became this thing that the depth 
and the possibility of impact illuminated itself pretty quickly in the beta test with the, the responses we were getting back from people within the first few weeks. Wow, that's such an interesting experiment. Like I just, I just find this so fascinating that like we can kind of take our period and almost use it as our superpower now because we know when we can excel, we know when we should pull back and it helps kind of with our own you know, those days when you're working, you're like, oh, I just feel blah. I'm not creative. And it's, you don't have to kind of blame yourself. It's kind of like, oh, that's where I am in my cycle. And it's okay. And you can schedule things better. Yeah. And actually looking at, I don't feel like doing the creative work. What work do I feel like doing? And so instead of saying productivity only looks like X, it's like productivity in my menstrual phase looks like this. And then in this phase, it looks like this. And in this phase, it looks like this. It's so freeing and permission granting when we change, instead of saying every day must look the same to be successful, it's like, where am I at? And how can I combine that knowledge to feel the most successful given what is going on with my biology? It's so empowering what you're doing with women. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's really cool. So Let's chat about that. Like, what does that look like for people? Obviously, you're kind of probably doing it at like a 28-day at a glance. So if somebody's listening, they're like, okay, I want to start implementing. Where do I begin? Yeah. So we recommend and how we have the agenda set up is people actually start during their period. And that's pretty important for us because I don't know about you, but in the past um, follicular phase, Alex, so that's like when the estrogen really starts to build back up. She was always getting a hold of my calendar and she would schedule me for so many things because like this energy is back and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to do all the things. Let's do it. And then like two or three weeks later, when I actually had to show up and do those things, I didn't feel like doing them because I was back into the luteal phase, the the premenstrual phase part of my cycle. And then I would feel guilty, ashamed, stressed out, angry at myself. So we found that just by switching the when we are starting to sit down with the planning really is helpful because on during menstruation, we tend to be more inward and a little bit more relaxed energy. And it's a great time, I think, to start out the planning. So what we recommend is people sit down during menstruation, write out their to-do list, and then start to look at over the next three or four weeks, what is energetically going to be aligned for the things that I have to get done. So then from there, we've got a guide that shows what kind of activities go well with each of those phases. And so maybe we could just kind of talk through those four phases and talk about some like where some opportunities for lineup might be. So menstrual phase, that is the first day of your period. It's the first day of a new cycle. And I always thought that was the end, which is another weird thing. I always thought as my period at the end of the cycle, that's really the beginning of a new cycle. So this can be the inner winter time. That's people talk about it a lot with seasons because it can be a a pretty easy thing to connect with pretty instantly. So we can think of this phase like inner winter. And so I would imagine what are those activities you may feel more well-versed in, in actual winter. Maybe you want to be internal inside. Maybe you want to be snuggled up a time for visioning and creative work so that you're ready when spring comes. So that's how we really approach the menstrual phase is a time for inner work, kind of maybe some seclusion, hibernation, relaxation, visioning so that you can get ready for the next phase. So in the creative process, menstruation is really that creative piece number one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And how long does that last? It's typically lasts anywhere from three to seven days, depending on your unique cycle. Okay. So would you say you're still in that creative phase, even if you're on like day five or six and your, your period's done? 
Yeah, I think it would just, it's about really tuning into you and kind of finding out where those peaks and valleys are. So that's one of the things we're really big at is notating, taking notes. I tried this out. That worked really well. This didn't work so well for me and really creating your own roadmap and listening to what your body's asking for. So you can basically probably over a couple of months, fine tune and really figure out your individual schedule. Like this will give you a really good baseline. And then from there, you can kind of play around with it and see how it works for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So what does the next phase look like? So the next phase is the follicular phase. And so this is actually the estrogen starts to rise when your period starts. So that's like a little confusing. They're kind of going on at the same time, but particularly after your the bleed is done, you feel that energy come up. And so this is like that inner springtime. This can also be a pretty creative time. Um, if you think of things are budding and blooming and blossoming, just like spring the real spring that we have. Um, So this can be a great time for the doing work, going out and doing things, talking to people, having meetings, going to networking, kind of planting those seeds for the things to come. So it's a great energetic time for us. The follicular phase can be a really great energy um, for us to use for our lives and businesses. Very cool. Okay, and then let's go into the third phase. Yeah. So the third phase is ovulation or the inner summer. So this is the manifesting time of the cycle for your business. So just like I was mentioning from my own story, I noticed sales were higher. Great time to do sales calls. Great time to be um, give speeches or podcasts or you know any of those things that can line up um, because our faces are actually the most symmetrical around ovulation. We send out different hormones and chemicals. We're harder to say no to. We tend to be the most articulate. And so it's a really great time to draw people in and to manifest, receive from all of the hard work we've been putting in in menstruation and follicular phase. So it's a great time to be around people um, and to ask for what you want. It's harder to say no to you. So that's like definitely like a secret sauce time. You're like, ooh, the ovulation time. Yeah, it's funny that you <laughs> when you say that, I mean, I start like reflecting back on time and it's like, yeah, often when I am ovulating, I feel more confidence and a little bit more powerful. And I've never even really thought about this until you're speaking about it right now. But then like, yeah, as I get closer to my period, that kind of dwindles away. Like I feel like I almost have like this high And then I guess from there, it leads into phase four. Yeah. And so I think that's hard is like women uh, like in our culture are really exalted when they're the follicular or the ovulation. We love women who are smiling a lot and taking care of everyone and like really peppy. And so it can be challenging when we don't spend a majority of our life in that time. How do we learn to love ourselves in all of the phases? Because it's not really what's... um, most exalted for us as women. And and another note is that some of our clients, they find that ovulation is so intense, particularly if they're really introverted because their bodies or their biology may be really pushing outward exhalation of energy when they're really uncomfortable doing those kind of roles. So that can kind of be an uncomfortable tug and pull for some people. I never noticed that because I'm an extrovert. So like, I love ovulation time. I'm like, yes, bring it on. I will conquer the world today. But some of our friends, they're like, I hate it. I feel horrible. I'm like, oh, so like there are all these different layers that have become uncovered for us that we weren't expecting when we started doing this work. It's really, it must've been really fascinating for you to go through those studies and just see like lay it out and actually see this. Like I can only imagine like all these light bulbs has been going off in your head and just like, Oh my God, we are on to something that 
like I said, I have never really heard many people talk about this. Yeah. It's been crazy. And, and as soon as we say that loud to people, they're like, why aren't we talking about this already? And like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we all know as women, we feel different at different times during the month. So it only makes sense to kind of work that to our advantage yeah. when it comes to our business, when it comes to our relationships. I mean, a lot of these things that you're saying, you could really implement into the rest of your life as well. Oh yeah. It has improved my marriage. 100% being able to talk openly and share like, Hey, like, don't be a jerk right now. Like here's where I'm at in my cycle. I, I maybe more feel more sensitive about it or whatever the case might be. I think it's, it's been hard for women because in order to show up and get positions and compete in a very male dominated energy, it's like almost like people have had to put a lid on this, even if they know it's happening and know it's true. It's like, to get along, we have to pretend like it's not happening. Yeah. It's you know? so funny that you mentioned that because it's exactly what I was thinking in my head is that, you know, if, if men were to go through the cycle that we go through, I'm sure there would have been many, many books about how men were supposed to navigate this in the business world. And it's funny now that it's just coming to the forefront, forefront for women. But like I said, we think differently, we act differently, we feel differently. We shouldn't try to be running our business the way that a man would run our business. Let's again, use our like as being female as a superpower and figure out how we can be the best at what we're doing by just following along on our cycle. Absolutely. And it's, it's crazy because when you even look at the corporate world, like I've had some um, people say like, well, how could we shift this? Because, you know, we couldn't just shift this because that's how, how women's bodies work. I'm like, well, we make up over half of the population coming close to over half of the workforce. And if we found out that this would actually affect the bottom line, because it does, why would corporations not want to implement this, right? It is only the most logical thing rather than pushing people to work at half their capacity. Why not work with what's going on so that they're always working at their highest capacity for where they're at in their cycle? Yeah. I mean, efficiency and the way the companies would be run, like you're saving money when you start to realize like, this is when I should be doing this or she should be doing this. Like, it's just so brilliant. Like, I'm just so like floored that this is something that hasn't been discussed more. And I'm so grateful for someone like you that's done this work and is educating all of us on it. Well, I think, I think where it does get a little bit complicated and I could see with the corporate world is like, even you and I, we have different cycles, Mm -hmm. right? So like, if you, if you have the same projects and the same deadlines and, but you're, but you're on different stages of like your creativity or your hibernating or whatever, Mm -hmm you can appreciate it about one another, but it doesn't mean that you're functioning at the same level every week, even though projects have to happen at the same time. Right. So it's more of like an awareness and an understanding when it, when you start working with more and more people, it's going to get a little bit more complicated. Definitely. And I, and this is a very micro of the macro, but my business partner and I were not on the same cycle. And so where that's been super beneficial is with transparency and openness about it. I can say, Hey, this is my skill set. this week. I'm going to run point here. You got me here. And so it feels like we're actually covering more gaps rather than saying, we're only going to do this project right now. Right. It's like, Oh, who's running point? What, who's got this, this skill set this week. And I think it's actually enabled us to get more done because of, of harnessing it and the honesty about it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we haven't talked about the fourth um, phase yet, which I know is when I'm the least productive and creative. So I'd, I'd love to hear your input on this. 
Yeah, the luteal phase. So this is um, this is the hardest phase for a lot of people that we worked with, myself included. It's actually also the longest phase that we go through. So we spend the most time here throughout our lives. So really, I think finding a way to work with it is imperative. So this can be the inner autumn time. Um, that's kind of what it can feel like. So it's kind of the winding down. And this energy can be a little critical or... Um, can feel a little judgy sometimes when it's when we're not working with this energy but what we found is the truly the analyzing time so we've gone through the whole creative process creating doing manifesting and now analyzing so this is when we can really start to shift through what went well what didn't go well um, maybe clearing out clutter from your office clearing out old emails it can be highly energetic time but it can feel um, a little disheartening if we're not understanding some of those other emotional pieces that are going on. And so we found really like for me, accounting work, taxes, small detail stuff that I don't really love the rest of the time. It can be a great time to analyze those pieces during the luteal phase. And I find that I feel much better during the luteal phase when I'm giving it the right task to do. Um, and also just understanding that it can be the time where I feel the most self-doubt it helps me check those those emotional responses. It's it's funny, even when we were starting this project, there were like three or four times when I was like, oh, this is never gonna work. We've got to stop this project. Let's throw in the towel. And then I would like check where I was at in my cycle. And it was always in the luteal phase every single time. So just understanding that when those waves do come, I it's not that I don't understand or listen to it, but I don't take it as seriously. And it doesn't affect me in the same way in the past. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling some self-doubt. What could I, what do I need to work on? Where do I need some more support right now? Where am I not trusting my own abilities? Do I need a mentor? Who can I reach out to? And so understanding that is a totally normal process and it clues me into what I need more of. And then I can go get that thing rather than throwing in the towel. Yeah. I love that. I think it's so cool. And it's funny as you're talking, I'm like, I have totally implemented this in my marriage as well, because I know I'm more sensitive in this phase. And sometimes what I'm feeling even feels a little irrational. And so like if he can sense that something's on my mind or maybe even within our, our business, we yeah. can do this. And I, I'm like, you know what? This is the way I'm feeling. I'm probably not going to feel like this in seven days, five days, three days, however long this takes me to get through. But just so you, if you're sensing that I'm acting a little bit awkward or weird, this is what's going on. Just give me a little bit and then I'll probably be able to move on. Yep. I love that. And it also becomes this, if the thing every, if the same exact issue hits you every single time, month after month in the luteal phase, and we don't take it as seriously the rest of the time, it can be a great clue to us that actually I need to make some adjustments. Yeah. This keeps getting called to my attention yes. every single month. Yes. So how can we approach this differently in this business relationship, in this marriage? Because it's going to keep bothering me every single month. We're going to keep having the same fight. Absolutely. I completely, I'm so happy you said that because yes, um, when I'm talking, I'm talking about a specific situation that actually happened two months ago. And I, that's not something that happens every month, but you're hundred percent, right? If there's something that's coming up every time, that probably means it needs to be addressed. It's just more heightened at that time. But sometimes you can have other little things that happen that kind of like trigger a little bit of anger or sensitivity or vulnerability. And you're like, Oh my God, I know I'm being irrational, but I just got to feel the feels and then it's going to go away. Right. Yeah. It, I, it happens sometimes like so quick. I remember one, one time I ovulated and I felt the, the ovulation twinge that sometimes happens. And then the next day I went to the airport and someone said something like the lady at the airport, it was not even me, but I was just like, 
I was like taken aback by it. And then I was like, oh crap, I'm out of the ovulation phase for <laughs> sure. Like, I was like, that was not that mean that she didn't say anything bad, but I definitely took it. Like it cut me to the bone. I was like, oh, that's interesting. What's going on? Yeah. So maybe in that phase, it's not the best time to ask for constructive feedback or to schedule <laughs> your like with your boss to go over everything. It's like, let's actually push that a week and maybe I'll be in a better space at that time. But mm-hmm. yeah, like it's funny as you're saying all these things, like I can't help but start to reflect on like work that we've done and stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, mm-hmm. everything you're saying completely is making sense. And when you actually do break it down, you're like, it, it's not that complicated. When you really do start to listen to yourself and think about how everything works, like just take that time. And then instead of playing like the pity party for yourself, when you're not feeling motivated, you're just like, this is just the season that I'm in for the week. Yeah. And that's okay. And like you said, finding those tasks that you're still being productive, but it's a different task than maybe you were doing two weeks ago. Yeah. That's very cool. I like how you've broken it down into four phases because the only thing I've been able to identify for myself personally is that like the first two weeks and then the first or the last two weeks look very different as far as like creativity goes. So I like how you broke it down to very specific tasks and like things week by week. So like I'm I'm going to look into this more and 100% implement it because I see it in myself. Like I know if I want to crush a bunch of content, I need to do it on the first week of my period. Like it is ridiculous. Like you can't stop me. Like I'll be up in the middle of the night. Blah, 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 blah. Like I like I can't stop thinking about stuff. I like, get the text messages in the middle of the yeah. night. <laughs> and I'm like, like it's insane. I, I feel like I get possessed and like I cannot stop creating. And then and then I implement said creative thoughts on the second week. And then I notice my third and my fourth week are kind of like, just not the best, but it's funny because you, you've laid it out even more. So I'm like, yes, that's when I can do my payroll, the crap that yes. I hate. Right. And yeah. it's like, and then not ha- like specifically create, cause we usually do like our calendar, like a month or a couple months in advance. So we can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, no one not to schedule podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that we don't have to do everything all the time because that's like the biggest pushback that we get from people. And like, we're not robots. We don't actually, to make our business successful, we don't need to be selling every single day, all day. It actually doesn't make sense, Mm -hmm. right? We don't need to be creating posts every single day, all day. Like there is a flow. And if we actually start to batch with what makes the most sense, our level of stress decreases and our productivity goes through the roof. It's just been so awesome. Well, I think about the amount of times that I've beat myself up because I'm like, man, last week I was on fire. I was unstoppable. I was creative. And I'm like, what happened? I'm still doing all my healthy habits. I'm still meditating. I'm still drinking my green juice. And I, I beat myself up about it. And I feel like I just don't have the motivation or I'm not smart enough or whatever. And hearing this, it's like, no, that's what every woman goes through yeah. during her cycle. And it's, yeah. like I said, I've said it a few times, but it's very empowering to yeah to take that pressure off of myself and know that that's normal. Well, and to look forward to your period, right? <laughs> like it's like you get excited for your period. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't wait to crush next week because I've been feeling a little bit blah. I'm like, I just, I know it's coming and I'm, I'm not even kidding. It's the day of like the day that it comes. I'm like, Whoa, like, it's just like things just start blowing up for me. It's not 12 hours before 24 hours before is literally the day my period comes. And yeah, it's remarkable. So I, I was just thinking while we were talking that like, cause Kay- Kaylee and I share a calendar. So we share like the, uh, like our Google calendar, whatever. We should we start sh- putting it in um, every week, like on like the, we should share like exactly what stage yeah. we're in. I just, I'm in the creative stage. I just finished my period yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
That's probably why I'm so pumped up today. Yeah. Oh man. There's so many light bulbs going off for me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So anybody that's listening, because you've already given us a lot, but like you have so much else to give, like through your journal and stuff. So you can kind of share a little bit about what your actual product is. Yeah. I also want to say too, that we've got a cycle reintroduction group on Facebook. That's also free. And it has, we're doing deep dives on the phase, like even more information I've talked about today because we're finding what we found when we started to go to people is so infrequently did people even know about the four phases. And honestly, I didn't before I really dug into this project deeply. Um, so we were helping, we really want to help people get re-educated about the magic that is the cycle because it really is our secret sauce as women. So that group is on Facebook, but the product itself, we go through a deep dive on showing a reintroduction to our cycle, talking about the energetic levels throughout, kind of giving some graphs showing what's going on in the body. So what you can kind of expect energetically. We do a breakdown of each of the phases, each of the four phases with including business activities and self-care ideas. So that is going on in there. Um, We show a little bit of a guide of how to know when you're ovulating. So that's super important, not just for baby making. This is like our creative life force energy. Um, So it's so much more important than even just looking at procreation or not. These are important things for all of us to know about. We also have in there how to use the moon cycles. So if someone is irregular or doesn't have their own cycle, they can get plugged in to the moon cycle because of how it really mimics the menstrual cycle. So we've had women who have had hysterectomies, postmenopausal, completely irregular, PCOS, different different issues like that, still be able to use this product because we lay out how to use the moon cycles for them. Oh my God, that is so cool. I didn't even think about that. I just was getting so excited while we were talking, thinking about myself <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not even thinking about it. That's amazing that you were able to include everyone. Include everyone. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, so there's badass. Because there's still hormonal changes happening, whether yes. you've had a hysterectomy or gone through menopause or whatever, right? So yeah, that's super. It's awesome. Actually, I talked to a 75-year-old lady on the plane and one day and she's like, I actually, I could tell you when I would be having my period still. Even like I don't have the flow. She's like, I know. Like the few days before leading up to, it, I'm like, oh, this would be this would have been my period. And she's like, and it's been over 25 years since I've had a period. I'm like, wow. What? That's impressive that she's so in tune with her body. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been really cool to see once we start asking questions, the intuition just blows up because we've been had forced to put that lid on for so long that once we open up and give that permission, people are noticing really cool things about their body. That's one of my favorite parts of this work. Yeah. Yeah. Um And then we also have like a quarterly review as well as planning that includes like how to specifically use your, the four phases for how you can crush your quarterly goals. So like you got these three goals in what over the next quarter, you've got three times in each phase. What are you going to work on this goal? When are you going to work on this goal? When are you going to focus on this goal? So that's really awesome. And then it has the monthly spread and then the weekly spreads that you would just go through and it becomes your planner. Um, That's so much. Is that all within the journal or are those all separate products? Holy crap, Alex. That's a lot. Yeah. It's super awesome. Wow. So cool. So if people want to learn more about this, we'll obviously put it in the show notes, but for anybody that's listening right now and they're driving, like where do they find you in the Facebook group so they can connect with you? And then how do they find this actual journal that you're speaking of? So everything is just the agenda period, the agenda period.com, the agenda period on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, no, is it, I don't, it's not, is it agenda, the word period or just agenda with a period? 
the agenda and the word period. Okay. The agenda period. So um, check us out. We'd love to connect. We're super excited about connecting with more women. And like I said, this one is really focused for, for business, but we want to focus on one for stay-at-home moms or teachers or all these different, you know, hats that we're wearing and really how to help harness and really drill down for all those all of those different types of occupations. So we will be creating more in the future. Um, and we're just really excited to connect with more women and help them reclaim their birthright and their cycle power. This is the year of cycle reclamation. I have dubbed 2020 the year of cycle reclamation. Amazing. So we're going to do whatever we can to make that happen this year. Yeah. I just have to comment because we're doing this. Obviously, we can see you. We're doing a Zoom video call. And it's funny to watch you speak about this because you, you're lighting up. Like you clearly genuinely love what you do. And obviously I'm a, a holistic nutritionist. We both know how challenging it can be. And for you to take that, become an entrepreneur, take something and make it so powerful and empowering for women. Like you're just doing such awesome work and you can tell how much you love it. And I just, it's awesome to see you smiling and you lighting up while you talk yeah. about this. Yeah. People can't see Alice, but she's basically been smiling the yeah. whole time. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know you, but like, I'm proud of you. I'm yeah. like, like, find something to be so passionate about it and to be like really helping women in, in a different way than what you expected to when you first became a holistic coach. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think it's, I didn't understand the scope of the problem until I went down the rabbit hole. Like I even came about this project from a very masculine energy. I was like, make more money, do business better. And like when I went down this, this rabbit hole, I, I started to peel back the layers and see how menstruation is so intersectional. It affects school. It affects religion. It affects how we show up for work. It affects access to jobs. It affects so many different things. I think it is one of menstrual inequality is one of the biggest problems facing women on the planet. Um, and so it's just it's something we've got to get a different handle on because it's really stopping one of our most untapped resources on the planet and that's women and girls. And yeah. so to give them that opportunity to work with themselves and understand themselves and be proud of themselves is something I'm really excited to dedicate my life to. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. Well, I feel like you may have just answered that, but we, <laughs> we finish every podcast by asking our guests what makes them feel badass. So if you have anything else to add to what you just kind of dropped right there, what makes Alex feel badass? Um, it makes me feel badass to be working towards global menstrual equity, which we extrapolate that out, uh, not just having access to the products that are needed to manage menstruation, but also having the education and empowerment. And I will not rest until every menstruating person on the planet has access to all three. So that is what makes me feel badass, getting up every day and doing that. That is a huge mission. You are serious. Like, I'm just like, what? You are such a badass. <laughs> That's, That's super cool. Yeah. The world need more, needs more Alex's. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So thank you so much for joining us today. Like we're going to put all of your information in the show notes. And I'm not just saying this to tweet your horn. Like I legit want to get your journal because I already noticed this within myself before I even knew that your, your like work was out there. Right. And so like, I can't wait to dive in and learn more because I'm trying to harness it, but I don't even know what I'm doing. So it's so cool that you basically have that outlined for somebody like us. Yeah. Yay. I can't wait yeah. to have one. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time. I'm sure it sounds like you have a very busy schedule and that you are always kicking ass. So thank you for taking time out of your day to connect with us. I know our listeners are going to love this podcast so much. We've done quite a few episodes about periods between period pain and um, reusable pads and the, the dangers of tampons and stuff. So to add this in, is just, 
it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited that we've been able to connect and mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing how this can be effective and helpful for your listeners. So thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Amazing. Well, everyone that's listening, don't forget to, to make, make today, today badass. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Badass Podcast. If you could do us a huge favor and head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, we would be so grateful because you have no idea how much that helps us grow our podcast. Yeah, and as an incentive and a little bonus, we're going to be doing a monthly giveaway and it's going to be kind of a mix of everything that we have to offer. So one month it could be Royally Fit Online, joining our community. It could be from the Badass Boutique or maybe even just some like free recipes and like a coaching call or something with us. We will figure it out month by month as we go. So yeah, please go over iTunes, podcast app, leave us a five-star review. And once again, thank you so much for listening. Spare Room Studios.